0: Hello once again, and welcome to SCENE, the Sports Events Entertainment Network, brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. I'm your host, Catherine Nero, and you know, each episode here on SCENE, we bring you some of the the finest, the friends of sports ETA and the amazing work they do, so we can learn a little bit along the way. Today, we talk with Lawrence Hamm, the Senior Director of Business Development, Sports and Entertainment at Events DC. Lawrence, first of all, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Glad to be here. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
0: Your job title is this long. You got a lot underneath that title. Tell us what you do and tell us a little bit more about Events DC. Absolutely.
1: Uh, So here at Events DC, we're the convention sports authority for Washington, D.C. Uh, Under my title, really what it really points out is that we're functioning as a sports commission within the larger umbrella of all the events that we bring to D.C. We also own and operate multiple venues throughout the city. And our department, specifically in business development, goes out and makes relationships. Uh, we build bids, respond to RFPs, and bring business to D.C. when it comes to sports and entertainment. And own those relationships throughout to bring those events, year, bring them back year after year.
0: Tell us how you got to this point, because that's, uh, like you said, a lot of people focus on entertainment. Others will focus on sports. You gotta kind of got it all under your job title. What was your progression, your career pro- progression to get to this point?
1: Absolutely. I think I have a very unique path to how I got to to where I am today. Uh, As a young man, I I played basketball, played sports, uh, and obviously focused on education. Had the opportunity to play Division I basketball after high school. Uh, Went on to play professionally, internationally for six years. Uh, Had a great time and and used that time to really figure out where I wanted to go with my career. Um, Created a nonprofit while I was doing that to show some business acclimate and really give back to my community for those that uh, we're less um, privileged um, to give them opportunity to experience life skills, basketball trainings um, uh, for a long time, going on 14 years now, that nonprofit, as time class. Yeah. Uh, but returned back to the United States and worked at Under Armour in a very large corporate environment, helped build their basketball department there, uh, where we signed the likes of Steph Curry and many NBA players uh, were in our high school program, program then. They're now superstars in the NBA. Uh, I then returned to Washington, D.C., where I was able to work at a company called Destination D.C., now our partner, and work on sports and entertainment, or more sports there, which grew into entertainment. Then we realized the need for a department to really run and function as a sports commission, and that's when I transitioned over to Events D.C., and I've been here going on four years. Where We've had some success um, by bringing the lights of MLB All-Star Game, Major League Soccer All-Star Game. Um and many, many more. So, you know, it's it's been a, a, a great journey. Met a lot of people, um, had the opportunity to work on a lot of a lot of great events, but I think the future is very bright for us and where we're going. So uh again, that, that's my background. I've really just have taken the next step and and really uh let my passion drive me. You know, I was born in Washington, DC. So to bring events back to the place where I was born is 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 pretty cool for me. Uh having a background in sports as being an athlete, you know, I was the one going through the tunnel on the plane, on the bus. You know, the tourism aspect was always a part of my life. Now I know what and how it's defined and how it functions. So having that perspective and then learning the RFP process and how we respond, how we, how we communicate and how we represent our destination via the assets that we have here uh, all together has, has, has found me now uh, in this place and, and my title here at eventCC which I'm very grateful for.
0: That's fascinating, the background and how Events DC kind of came about. Let's talk about that. What makes Events DC different from maybe other sports commissions, uh, specific sports commissions, and how does it work exactly?
1: Absolutely. So again, we are under one umbrella, uh, Events DC. We're a quasi-government entity. We report into the mayor's office. Uh, being over Washington, D.C., but very different than some other destinations, as in you know, we aren't a state, so we don't have a governor and then a mayor. So the mayor is more or less the leader of our city. And we working directly with her and her team, you know, we manage the convention center, own and operate the convention center. Uh, We own Nats Park. It's managed by the nationals. Uh, We own multiple other venues around the city that um, eventsc.com has listed there. But you know, other cities are set up where they have a authority or they have a convention center that could be individually owned. They have a sports commission that could be individually owned. Uh, and then they'll have a CVB, a convention Visitors borough. Um, we are really just broken down to only two entities where we have Events CC as the convention uh, sports authority and then Destination DC that handles all of the marketing uh, hotel relationships and just really tells a story uh, of what Washington, D.C. is, and then on our side, within Events, D.C., functioning as a sports commission, where we have access to our own venues, we have access to financial support, um, and it puts it all under, under one roof so that we're, we're, we're really streamlining the process here uh, compared to the way some other destinations are set up. We do receive um, tax dollars from hotels and restaurants here in D.C., so mm-hmm. it really helps us and bring the funding right back to us based on the events that we bring uh, and really bridge it all under one roof. Again, we're, we're unique, again, as I mentioned, just because we are not a state. Uh, so it allows us to work directly with the mayor's office and with her leadership, we've been able to uh, be pretty effective.
0: You mentioned that ability to streamline in so many ways, not only within the organization, but directly to to the mayor. That lack of red tape, because that's the thing that I know a lot of people who do events, that's the thing that they... they they really harp on that, how hard that red tape is. This has got to be a much more simple process for you guys to get from point A to the very end of getting that um, that event or that um, facility, um, those decisions made.
1: Absolutely. I, again, I think those forms of streamlining help us. But again, we do have a lot of other factors. You know, we are uh, we have multiple federal organizations in D.C., um, if you're looking at, you know, doing an event on the national mall, we're working with national park service, mm-hmm. and then we have multiple different police, uh, organizations that oversee those areas. So I think there are other, that there's pros and cons to it. Yes. I think we are, we internally are able to move business through very quickly, but if we're looking at some of the larger events, uh, we hosted an event called world culture fest on the national mall, hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, It just overlaps multiple jurisdictions. So we have to make sure that we're working with the right organizations um, to do so. And everyone has different processes. So uh, we have the ability to do most of our things very quickly. But based on DC, the security measures um, and all the entities that are involved in some of these larger events, uh, we have to be very uh, cooperative with, with many people. So that's where... Some of the difficult moments come in, but again, based on what Weber set up, we are we have a great relationship with all those organizations, so we try to do things as quick as we can.
0: You've mentioned a couple of them, but let's talk about some of the wins that uh, Events DC's had in the last couple of years, or maybe ones that are that are ahead. Tell us about those. Absolutely, I say
1: most recently we hosted the Major League Soccer All Star Game, Uh, MLS, and just soccer in the country has grown drastically uh, with the upcoming. World Cup that will be in North America, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we've continued to push forward to make sure soccer is a, a, a pillar here in D.C., a Washington spirit. Our women's team had multiple players play in the Women's World Cup. Uh, so we're really uh, fortunate to host a lot of events in that space. Um, and as, as MLS continues to grow with the additions of players like a Messi, um, you know, the, the sport is, is just really, really growing drastically uh, in the country, in the world, and in, 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 in D.C., uh as i mentioned just to keep it on track world culture fest uh first time held in the united states here on the national mall hundreds of thousands of people uh meditating and, and finding their zen on the national Mall was amazing to see um you know we continuously host collegiate basketball from we've hosted the acc big ten Atlantic ten uh we are the home of the Kel- uh, uh the ca uh, men's Olympics tournament will be here this year uh and many many others so i think D.C. is a place where people want to be. I think it's our job to uh, help them understand how to get into the city and understand what venues we have uh, accessible to them. Um, and really be to, kind of to your point of one stop shop of, hey, you want to do something in the nation's capital. We're the ones you come to. Uh, and we'll make sure you're connected to uh, the venues we have, but also uh, our partner venues throughout the city, like a Nats Park that has hosted everything, a winter classic, to you know the world series to the MLB all-star game and, and and things of that nature so uh we we we've had we we've had some good events here there's still more to to, to get here um and we're open to to new things we want to also say that we are ones that are going to um take risk on new sports pickleball has been growing here in dc we have a yeah. pickleball facility now um you know we met with all the leagues and tournaments so you know we really want to be cutting edge and and not just a political city. We want to be a political city with fun, sports, entertainment and great culture um, throughout.
0: That's a great point. You think of D.C. and you think major league, you know, big time professional sports. You think obviously our nation's capital. But yeah, pickleball's got a place with politics right there next to each other.
1: It does. It does. Um. Yeah. That, and, and we've met with political leaders in the city that are playing pickleball every day. Um, yeah. We want to make sure that they have the platform here. Uh, to play that sport, and whatever new sports come about, again we're we're here for the conversation. So it's it's been fun learning and watching just evolution of sports mm-hmm. and what people are into these days.
0: You've mentioned a little bit of it, but let's expand right now on the the three kind of business divisions that drive Events DC success.
1: Awesome. So we have sports and entertainment, which our business development falls under. We have convention sales, and we have uh, creative services. Our creative services division is fairly new. Uh, they have had to evolve uh, obviously with COVID. We had to figure out ways to still connect with our partners um, and bring business into the city, into the city. So our creative services department created an online platform um, that allowed people to meet virtually uh, during a time where we could not meet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, you know, them moving on under necessity. It's called Gather by Events DC. So it's an online platform that people still use, um, but they also have dubbed it as a second home for content that they create. So we've done some documentaries on local athletes and entertainers um, and really tell their story from a D.C. perspective as a homegrown um, talent. Uh, they've won multiple Emmys and, and other awards that we are super, super proud of. Um, but again, it's, it's us as, as a city you know, evolving to where's business going. So that's a lot A lot of it's digital. A lot of it like this is telling stories um, and kind of getting behind the curtain. You know, you've seen all the, the, the documentaries that have come out on many streaming platforms. Uh, so we want to make sure that we're telling our story and that we're, we're cutting edge. They also do a lot of uh, events with our embassies. We're one of the few places in the world where you can, you know, walk into pretty much any country uh, in okay. DC, um, so we really want to feature feature that, and a lot of people do come to DC to experience the embassies. But we've also done showcases is showcases is showcase and documentaries on um, the relationships we have with those embassies. So that's creative services. Obviously, our convention services department, you know, they're they're bringing the big hitters. You know, the, okay. the sold out events that um, happen in our convention center. Next up, we have the Washington Card Show that will flood the, the building with cars from all types of manufacturers and people from around the, the, the area will come to um, experience that. We've hosted nuclear summits there. Uh, we've hosted and will host NATO there. Uh, we've hosted the uh, U S USA army, uh, plenty of events, our convention center it's 700,000 square feet uh, stay busy and active. Um, and then, as I mentioned in our department of sports and entertainment, we focus on our the, the buildings and um the buildings that we own and operate, but also holistically, what major events are we bringing consistently to D.C. So those are our major, major pillars. We have a lot of different departments that fall underneath of that. But again, we just continue to evolve and make sure we're in a position with the leadership of uh, President A.G. Gates um, to make sure we are the premier uh, location, destination for sports entertainment um, in the country and competing around the world. So-
0: I I can safely say we've never had nuclear summit discussions on the (laughs) podcast. You might be the only one. I think that uh, as mentioned that, but that's fantastic. It shows you the breadth of what you guys are doing there. So with all of uh, that incredible history and the things that you guys have done, what's next for Events DC? Uh,
1: What's next? I I think, you know, for the industry as a whole, we are uh, we have moved on from the catastrophic effects of COVID. And, you know, people are maneuvering back to being in office, in person. Uh, so I think for us, we really want to be the convener of those gatherings. Uh, you know, looking at uh, this, just coming up this summer, we have summer festivals, music festivals that are continuing to grow. Uh, we host an event called the Brockley City Festival, has host between 40 to 50, 60,000 people annually at our festival grounds. Uh, Glow Festival is another festival, it's even larger that um, has been a convener of musicians from all over the world and just an outdoor festival feel-good that I know we missed during COVID. Uh, we are also uh, moving forward with, um, I think, what's the next major event? So, oh, we uh, we will be hosting Army-Navy. Um, so it oh, nice. just happened in Philadelphia this past December. Uh, we'll be hosting it here in D.C. in 2024. So uh, that's an event that, you know, is a, a – uh, it's so honorable to host, mm-hmm. you know, our military veterans and just the, the those that protect us every day. To 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 let that game represent all that they stand for, and obviously the military history we have here in D.C., uh, I, I think is, is is a great marriage. So we're looking forward to hosting that. So we're we'll, we'll, we're doing site visits and making sure all is is done well there. Um, but then we're looking at you know just the future overall. I mean, what are the large events that we can bring in? Um, you know, we are forever evolving with our venues and um, renovating them and and, and moving forward. So uh, I would say another major area for us is just women's sports, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, being that our our Washington Mystics won a championship a few years ago. um, Washington Spirit, again, as I mentioned before, we've had players play in the Women's World Cup that are here in homegrown in D.C. So um, we have, uh, actually this weekend, we have UConn versus Georgetown women playing. Uh, our entertainment sports arena. Uh, we've had uh, Illinois and Notre Dame played uh, a few months ago. So really just giving women that platform to to shine as 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 I appreciate and we all appreciate just the growth and the focus and the financial commitment to women's mm-hmm. sports. So here in d c, we want to make sure that we're uh, a front runner and allowing those events to happen to be on the on a big stage.
0: fantastic. The future is definitely bright there at events d c. and Lawrence, we thank you so much for joining us today
1: thank you so much. Glad to be here. And I look forward to uh, many more uh, conversations and, yeah. and great experiences with you all. Thank you.
0: Always fun. Yes. Lawrence Ham, Senior Director of Business Development, Sports and Entertainment there at Events DC. And thank you for watching and for listening as well. Uh, here on scene, the Sports Events Entertainment Network brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. I'm Catherine Nero, your host, and we'll see you next time.